gather round, for it is time for adventure, for intrigue, for epic attacks and critical failures, for lewd encounters and for scandalous results, for dice rolls that would make a grown man cry and improv that would make a dungeon master weep. It is time to go on a journey about what it means to be a hero. So sharpen your blades and notch your arrows, because it's time for Hero Squad! So before we uh, jump back into it, let's let's do like a quick kind of recap <laughs> yes, of where please. everybody yes, is. Yes, 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 um, please. So when we last left off, the party uh, was in Droam. They've been there for a little while, uh, and they uh, participated in a large wrestling event, ultimately allowing them to uh, uh, get an audience with Sora Ketra, who is sort of the de facto leader of Droam. And um, in doing so, they got some helpful information uh, to essentially point them to where they need to go uh, next. Um, which they have been on this quest for a very long time to try and uh, travel into the celestial realm. And finally, it seems that the gateway is within their grasp. Uh, the entirety of the party can fly, finally. It's been a while, building towards it the entire season. Some of y'all don't even know that like so many of these people had wings from the beginning. Um, but now you know. And um, they've been doing some flight training, trying to get ready for... Uh, what is, uh, what is coming? So, um, we're sort of picking up uh, at the tail end of that training and preparing, and about ready to go travel into the uh, into the unknown. So, we will begin with Ash, mm-hmm. Atlas, mm-hmm. doing some flight training. Okay. So you uh, you find yourself. In the midst of it, it's already happening. Stuff is flying at you. All right, you got a, uh, a you know a couple of sandbags. They're falling down from above. You see them coming towards you. The walls. Oh they're kind of about to clamp on you. Let's go ahead and do. Give me like a dex roll on that. Real got quick. it. Got it. Whew. Uh, I think uh, my dex is negative one, right? Yep, that's gonna be ten total. Okay. So yeah, you you Baby dodge burn. away. You dodge away right before these two uh, platforms kind of <laughs> smash together, but uh, you, you pop up above those. But as you do, one of the sandbags kind of hits you uh, oh. right across the face, and you start falling down and kind of smashing through a bunch of stuff on your way down. Um, and every time you try and right yourself, uh, another thing just smacks right into you, and uh, you fall all the way to the bottom of that so training tower. Yeah. <laughs> And right as you hit the bottom of that tower, you actually shatter through the ground and it cracks like glass. Oh. And as you're falling, you look up and you see just kind of a pinpoint of light above you as it starts, as the light starts to drift away and you fall into Uh, this darkened cavern. This doesn't seem right. Uh, You hit the ground with uh, a, 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 a thud. Such that, you know how normally like you would think like, oh, something will hit and it'll bounce, but you're more just like, wham, right into it. Stop dead. Just real hard. <laughs> and as you're <sighs> in pain, you sort of roll over and you see uh, the light from above you kind of catching on your mirror, on your shield, the, the mirror shield. 
and reflecting off onto the wall nearby. And as you do, you see the vagueness of kind of the sparkles on the wall sort of coalesce together into the form of a bear. And as they do, it sort of lunges outward and into you. And when that happens, you hear a voice just say, find me. And then you wake up. <laughs> Starting where we often have started in the past. Screaming. has a screaming nightmare. <laughs> can I Can I also, do you think that Brittany was also in the dream, just in like a lounging chair with a you glass have never of been wine? In one of my so, dreams. So. Like watching this whole thing go down and like making tips be like, no, you have to catch the wind at seven right. degrees I, left. I want... <laughs> I want Anna to roll a charisma, uh, okay. and cool. Alice to roll a Constitution save. Okay. Uh, that is a twenty-one total. Ooh, seven, oh. uh, seventeen. Oh. I was okay. so close. All right. So what happened Iron in your dream? Up yeah. here. All right. What happened in your dream was Brittany was insulting you, but then you threw back some kind of fire insult if you would like to come up with one in a second go for it um, and that distracted her and then she got hit by something that was falling so for a moment in your dream you did have a little chuckle before falling through into the ground yeah uh, i was like yeah yeah well your face smells and then bam and then in my Brit, chuckle that's maybe yeah, what caused me yeah. to get hit as well the the insult didn't have to actually hurt britney's real feelings just the mm-hmm. fake britney in atlas's mind mm-hmm. totally <laughs> Because I don't know how to insult Brittany. No, real Brittany, it would not work. <laughs> you are not prepared. So yeah, you you awaken, <laughs> you you find yourself uh, in the little house that y'all have been staying in. It's been a few more weeks of the training. You know that um, Marakai and everyone should be arriving soon, um, and everybody has yeah just been sort of uh, somberly preparing um, because it's you know another one of those moments where you don't really know what you're setting yourself up for. <clears throat> okay. Mm. So now, everybody else, uh, what have y'all been doing in the interim before we kind of get you guys all together? Has there been anything that y'all have been kind of tasking yourself with over these two weeks? Brittany yes, has. Anna, Brittany, yeah. what's up? Uh, Brittany has been scrying every night to oh. try and get more information. As I drop things. Um, okay. Sorry, speaking yep. of dropping. Sorry. For Bregan and ah. preparing for revenge, but also like, because when she gets like this, she gets really distant. <laughs> so she hasn't really been chatting with the group as much. She's more distant than normal and has been really focused on like, once again, in her, in her study or her taco hut and just trying to learn and and do as much stuff as possible and get ready for what's about to happen. Okay, so when you're scrying, like, what would that kind of look like, and what are you hoping to get? Like, what kind of information are you hoping to get? Um, Well, it's basically just finding out, like, Brittany's finding out sort of, like, if Bregan... She does it at the same time, like, every night. So to see if Bregan has any habits before, like, bed, essentially, or, mm. like, what does Bregan do at this specific time so that I could potentially have an advantage at this time when we are going to be entering this this place. Okay. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I think that... Uh... 
let's let's do a roll on that. Okay. I think it's gonna be wisdom or uh let me yeah so the target yeah the target must make a wisdom saving throw which is Mm -hmm. modified by how well you know the target and the sort of physical connection you have to it if the target knows you're casting the spell it can fail the saving throw voluntarily um which it doesn't on a successful save the target isn't affected um and you can't use a spell again for 24 hours okay um all right well so yeah you would know bragan well enough though it's probably been a while since you've seen him. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, let's go ahead and do a, uh, a roll on that just to kind of cover the the time frame. Yeah, he has to make a 16 or higher. Oh, okay, so it's just a save on him. Okay, It's a save, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, he did not succeed. So uh, you... Yeah, you, you've been spending this time, and it took you a little while as you were doing this to kind of find the right time for mm-hmm. um, when Bregan would be available. And because it's in a different realm, you know, mm-hmm. stuff doesn't necessarily line up in the same way. So, you know, you're looking for same time of day. Time of day means something different there. Mm-hmm. But through going through this, you've definitely been able to um, learn a little bit more about what Bregan's doing. He's definitely active, and you know that um, he's certainly... Uh, in a uh, a powerful position still, um, as you would probably have expected. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and if it comes down to it and you need it, uh, yeah, that'll be some information that'll become useful. I'll, I'll give you some kind of like specific details in the context when we get there. Okay, sounds good. Uh, if we get there. Um, so, cool. That's Brittany. Anybody else have anything they were trying to do during the interim uh, past couple of weeks? I was just practicing with my new shoes. Practicing with your new shoes? So you were doing yeah. the, the training and everything? Okay, okay. Trying to learn how to fly. All right. Uh, as you did, as everyone kind of participated in that, so you definitely um, have improved from from last time. Um, what's up, Atlas? I was going to ask Jazzy what she's been up to. Um, Me? Um, honestly... I've just been sort of preparing, I guess, just mm-hmm. waiting for the day to show up. So, so one of the things that uh, in between, what, what, uh, at, at one point, uh, Jazzy, you talked to Ravo, mm-hmm. and Ravo gave you a oh, journal. Right. Sorry, I totally forgot about that. It's okay. It's, no, 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 you, you didn't need to bring that up. That's fine. Uh, so, uh, Ravo brought you uh, a journal. Jazzy and I talked a little bit about this between um, mm-hmm. sessions. Um that is a record of a fellow um, lycanthrope, sort of, of their transformation. It was someone who, like you, knew they got bit, knew that a transformation was looming, and mm-hmm. kind of them chronicling what it f- what the experience is like. Mm-hmm. Um, the main thing, well, I guess go ahead, go ahead and roll a wisdom on it, um, so I can see how much you gleaned from it in that period of time. Two. All right. So you're really distraught. And um, the other thing that's tough is that like you're reading something from the perspective of someone like who's changing. And so you're you're kind of like having to constantly like re uh, like learn the person. What I I guess I'm probably doubting myself and like doubting everything I'm doing since like obviously this person is going through a transformation. I'm starting to be like, am I also changing? Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. So like, so like the stress of it, I think is maybe preventing you from like being able to fully get into mm-hmm. the rest of it. Because as soon as you start seeing them, they're like writing differently as they're yeah. changing. You know, like I imagine like Christina's feeling like, just like how the transformations obviously changes this person. It's just like, okay, like, am I making this choice because I myself, or am I making this choice because of the changes that are going within me? Yes. Okay. Very, very much so. Because yeah. like you're reading, you're reading things about, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the first sections you read and it sounds like someone writing about uh, a forest and just kind of like how you would normally describe a forest. You're describing what the trees look like, maybe mm-hmm. sort of the sounds, maybe a little bit. And then as you get further and further into it, you see a little more sense language and a little less um, the, like adjectives and descriptives, but more like more about like the smells become kind of a little bit more of a focus mm-hmm. and maybe talking about um, the forest in a more fluid way, in a more living way. So it's less about the trees and more about kind of the life and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you sort of get stressed out by that part of it. And so maybe you kind of miss some details that you were mm-hmm. looking for to kind of help you out. So it, it mostly has stressed you out more than anything else. That's too bad. Um, so, Rager, you've been practicing. Atlas, has there been anything else that you've been doing? You had that dream. Uh, yeah, I had that dream. Um, at this point, are we, we're, we're in an area that's outside of Droam or are we still sort of, in you're still Droam? in Droam. You're still in the great crag. Okay. You're still up top. Okay. You're, you're at the, um, basically at the tippy top at the, uh, cause that's where the, the flight training stuff is. So I've had that dream. And mm-hmm. I think at this point, um, is Ravo with us? Yeah. Ravo has been kind of coming and going here and there, yeah. but he's definitely around. You can find him when you need to. After after that dream, I might I might approach him next time I see him and, and ask mm-hmm. him. Well, I might ask him like, "Hey, hey, Rabo, where where in Droem is like maybe your best library or best? You know, you, you know that we're we're hunting for for things that are of the celestial nature. Where mm-hmm. where is a good repository for information? Is there um, is there a good library for that? Does the uh, does Sor Ketra have have a personal library for that type of information? Like, where can I research more mm-hmm. about that here? So yeah, let's say that you um, you met up with you 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 had that dream. You're kind of a little shaken by it. Uh, you met up with Rabo at the training grounds again. Kind of like everybody during your day, you have a time where everybody kind of like meets up and you know plans and whatnot. And um, yeah, you bring that up to Rabo then. Um, and so yeah, Rabo's. You know, well, I don't know of anything in particular, but uh, there are certainly a number of places where you could go. Um, Things of a celestial nature. You may want to try... Honestly, the archives would be the only place to look because anything having to do with celestials and whatnot is probably wrapped up with the silver flame, and that's always going to be something a little touchy around here so uh you may want to speak as to the archivist. Yeah. <laughs> as you have learned uh that would be another thing that over the course of the past week if it wasn't already clear to you beforehand has become very clear to you that when you're wearing the full atlas getup, mm-hmm. people do not look at you well yeah. and when you're maybe in your casual clothes or something like that every now and then if you're not in the full armor you don't have the shield and everything like that people pay less attention to you. Like you're kind of a little bit more like you're just another guy. Um, uh, so that's been obvious. Uh, so yeah, uh, Ravo kind of, he points you in the direction of, um, there's an archives on one of the lower levels of the crag, um, that you could probably go 
check okay. out at some point. Uh, so while while Atlas is talking to Ravo, are y'all there? What what's what are y'all up to? This is now we're caught up to modern. This is the day. This is today. This is is this the day we're leaving? No no no. This is just we're now caught oh, okay. up. That was all kind of like what have you been doing for the interim? What and time of day is it? Uh, I'd say kind of uh, mid to late morning, ten a.m. Brit- Brittany is drinking. It doesn't okay. matter what time of day. I was going to say, is. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a time of the day. Brittany is um, reading a book, journaling, and drinking heavily. Both reading and journaling? What are you reading and what are you journaling? Well, I'm journaling my plans on how we're going to go through with this and approach this castle from everything that I've learned from my scrying. And mm. then I'm reading about celestial magics. Oh. I'm 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 getting up to date with my language, you know, those celestial lessons. It's been a while. Okay. <laughs> okay. Do, uh, Atlas, do you have any questions about the celestial stuff that uh Brittany is learning? Uh well, maybe like as I as I'm making these plans with Ravo, I see mm-hmm. uh Brittany doing this and I'm like, "Oh, hey Brittany, you're reading some celestial stuff? That's good. Keep boning up. I'm actually going to be heading down to the the archives to uh to find some other stuff on celestial stuff." You want to like join what? Me? What are you? Well, I guess more. I guess like celestial creatures or celestial. Yeah, you need that bondings. education. Let's go. Oh, wow. Well, I mean, sure. <laughs> FYI, that word there—that's a big one. That means doorway. Thank you. I know that word. <laughs> Dorfin Woden. Yes, I know. <laughs> Dorfin Woden. <laughs> Thank you, though. I need to write that one down. Uh, <laughs> That's going to come back to bite me in the butt, isn't oh, it? Oh, it so is. <laughs> write that down now, Etta. I'm Everyone writing write it down. down. Everyone write it down. down. Dorf and Woden. Everybody chat, write it down. <laughs> Dorf and Woden, it's a thing. Uh, okay. So, All right. So, Enna, you're going to tag along? Yeah. All right. Uh, Rager uh, and Christina, what are y'all doing? Um, so I'm guessing right now, Christina is sort of found a quiet place by herself and she's still trying to read that book. Um, she has like a bunch of like notes, like, like the book looks like it has been book, like dog eared and no, like Mm -hmm. notations and stuff like that. And there's little bits of scrap paper, like all over the place, but it seems like no matter how many times I, I write notes, I just not absorbing what's happening. Okay, so you just, yeah. you just can't grasp yeah. it. Cause okay. Yeah, because I imagine the stress of it is just making me more and more nervous and anxious about, like, things around me. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're a little, a little on so, edge. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. I'm just sort of hanging out by myself. Rager? Um, I've just been, um, I mean, everyone's been so busy, so um, I've been trying to keep up with, like, my... Uh, my 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 rogue skills you know i've been trying mm-hmm. you know like just been skulking about you know trying to sneak around see if i could if i still got it okay doing some pickpocketing here and there oh you know just trying to keep my skills sharp mm-hmm. okay well we're gonna have to we'll, we'll come to that in a second because you're definitely <clears> gonna <throat> have to do the pickpocket um okay as, as i pass regar as well i also want to regar um you know that now that all of us can fly, which is amazing, right? I think that the only there's there's one person that's left out, 
and I, I've sketched up like a little a little mock-up of I, I think something that might be able to work for I them. I know where you're going for this. And I show him a very crudely drawn drawing of Felicia with like a little tiny like wing thing going on, <laughs> like a hang glider-esque situation. Does it look like the rat when we played Minecraft? Oh, yeah, yes, totally. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I like where you're going with this. I mean, I was just going to keep her on my person, you know, just I keep feel her like safe that way. She'll but feel left out. If she were to fall out for some reason, then it'd be good to know that she could also, mm-hmm. you know, like if not fly, then maybe like, no. like slowly. Oh, she'll be, she'll be able to fall. fall I to point safety. to an even more crudely drawn portion. See that? That's a firework there. Actually. <laughs> All right. Um, you do have a history with fireworks. It's true. I do. I mean, that was a pretty good show you put on. But uh, I'm going to level with you. I'm afraid you're going to blow up my rat. <laughs> so fair. maybe maybe I just keep her in one of my pockets for That's now. Fair. I mean, it's, uh, we'll call it we'll, option we'll, one. We'll, 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 we'll test you, the, the, the rocket rat, you know, theory totally. that you have. Great. The maybe on like, I don't know, some potatoes or something. I'll get, I'll get, I'll get some more, uh, more sketches mocked up. All right. I'll start carving this potato into the shape of a rat. <laughs> you want it to be accurate, you know? Rat. Accurate. <sighs> I just aged 100 years. Uh, okay. So, uh, Christina, you're doing your own thing, mm-hmm. figuring, uh, reading that journal. Uh, Rager, practicing your thief skills about town. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Um, and then Atlas and Brittany heading towards the archives together mm-hmm. in order to learn some info. Um, well, let's go ahead then. As you, as y'all head towards the archives, um, you're, you know, winding through the city streets, kind of heading down a couple layer, uh, levels. You have to get on the elevator at one point to head down uh, a couple levels. And um, you find yourself in a part of the uh, crag where there's a lot less of the um, kind of people out and about because it's not the market area. It's not an entertainment district or anything like that. This is just kind of like, you know, it's the archives. It's, you know, um, place where artifacts are kept and guarded. Um, it's just a level where a lot of people don't visit. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, much like the rest of the uh, place, it's sort of tucked into the ru- uh, the ruins um, uh, of the temple that the Great Crag is built on. Um, and so you sort of find yourself... Uh, at this little part of town where um, there's just this very unassuming, basically a hole in the wall, um, and above it uh, is just sort of like crudely carved onto the um, the the wall a uh, sort of like a symbol of like a book, like a you know scribbling. Okay. Um, and uh, and yeah, you 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 head in there, and it's basically tomes and scrolls and all kinds of stuff you know, floor to ceiling and sort of all the way at the back, you can see like a tiny little desk and you just sort of see these two bright white eyes kind of staring out from the darkness, okay. uh, like straight at you. And that's, that's pretty much it, but just kind of like staring Hello. from over there. Can you help us? Hello. Hi. Um, c- can you, help? do you know about all the books and the scrolls in here? Are you the librarian? Yeah, sure. Hold on. And the uh, eyes sort of slowly float towards you. And you can see that this individual is 
some ethereal being of a sort, maybe ghost-like, phantom-like, wraith-like. You're not sure what, but certainly floating around just fine. How what? may I help you? Uh, oh. Yeah, I would like any uh, like history books, any scrolls, anything that you have about the uh, Avariel. Oh, the Avariel. Mm, excuse mm-hmm. me a moment. And sort of uh, the the character kind of like pops, disappears away through the floor. And you sort of see like a mist pop up on the other side of the um, archives a little bit distance from you. And then you see some scrolls start floating in your direction as this person brings them forward. Uh, here you go. These are a few of the scrolls on the Avarials. Very interesting race of flying elves. Certainly. Oh, beautiful. Certainly unique. Yes. Do you have, in any of these scrolls, is there a history about the two houses or anything else about, you know, the history? Because I know it's it's very, very rare and not a lot of people know about that. So I know it's not a lot of information out there, but anything you do have would be great. Well, everything in the archives is right here in front of you. That's all we have on the Avarial. Do I, how do I check these books out? Oh, uh, you just, you read them. Oh, can I take them out of the... Oh, sure, go ahead. I mean, we'll find them. Okay, great. take them. Yeah, well, I'll bring them back. I don't need them after I've read them. It's perfect. (laughs) All right, Alice, what did you want? Uh, Yeah, I'm looking for... um, Books on celestial creatures or perhaps like celestial familiars, if that's a thing. I, so, something on, 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 of that nature, if you are aware hmm. of anything. Uh, give me a moment. And then as that happens, you sort of see this character sort of dissolve and then start popping up like all over the place throughout. And you see a whole bunch of just little like scrolls and books and things like that getting like piled up and piled up. And eventually... This person comes over and is kind of like holding this giant stack of all kinds of tomes and things. This Alice. is what we have on the Celestials. You may want to be a little more specific. Yeah, you might want to be a little more specific. Um, like anything in there about like bears, celestial bears, or like how to how to like communicate with them? That's I mean. Yeah. So every time you like make like a correction, the person sort of like disappears with a whole bunch of stuff, like taking away books and things. Oh, not that, no, those ones, not those ones. And so it's sort of like dwindling the pile down into a smaller set. Okay. Um, and like bears that maybe communicate with you in your dreams. Um, Dream bears? Oh, okay. Okay. I, I retort back to Brittany. Avarials? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I'm researching. I'm researching I mean, as well. I mean, Brittany's retort could literally just be wings, you know? Like, no. Brittany, Brittany, when proof. Brittany has been as much of keeping it on the yes, D-Lo as low possible. Profile. Yeah. Uh. Maybe I will tell you about it later. Yeah. Atlas. All right. You're not old enough yet. Your 100th birthday. Um... <laughs> <laughs> and I, I mutter under my breath, well, maybe your face smells. Well, Alice, Alice, what was that? Did, did you, were Nothing. you saying something? Okay. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Have you been having those dreams again? I don't know because um, I'm in the taco hut and it's soundproof. Ah, <laughs> uh, no. No, definitely not. 
Fine. Are you sure? You just mentioned Dream Bear that can communicate. That sounds like a nightmare to me. Okay. I mean, I can see how you're you're forming those those conclusions there. You're, you're connecting the dots. Um, oh, okay. So you haven't been having nightmares? No, I mean, definitely not. Oh, well then what are you researching about Dream Celestial Bears? Uh, just like, I and guess I'm hoping to see them once we get to Celestia. I didn't know you liked bears. Uh, I mean, yeah, I think they're cool. They're bears. Who doesn't like bears? I mean, can I can ask I... <laughs> about oh, yes. the Averials? Um, and you wanting to know the history about them? Yeah, the two houses and, you know, family mm -hmm. lines and stuff like that. About why, though? It's important research, Atlas. It is. Yes, if we're going to their castle, we should probably know a little bit of history about them, shouldn't we? Why are we going to their castle? That's where we're going. Oh. So you know this castle? I know of it, yes. <laughs> I heard that cat, sorry. <laughs> sorry, yeah, no, he's over here being baby. How do you know of it? You didn't even know how to, how to read Celestial like a month ago. Well, you know, I've been doing a lot of research recently, and so I want to do some more. I found out some things about these winged angels and how amazing they are. And, you know, I just want to make sure that we know the proper customs and what to do when we get there. I put, I put my hand on Brittany's shoulder. You know, sometimes I'm just so proud as a teacher. <laughs> I'm I'm really it's you've come so far. It's amazing. Thank, thank you, Atlas. Oh, <laughs> I, Atlas. I appreciate that. Oh man. Sweet, sweet Atlas. Uh <laughs> so uh as you're you're talking about all these things, the pile gets dwindled down. You have a whole bunch of scrolls and whatnot. There is um one book that catches your eye um mm. it's almost as if you know like a little like reflection and a glint kind of off of it kind of catches your attention um and it uh it just uh, on it it just says you know the record of fora p-h-o-r-a fora the record of fora. which is a name okay yeah okay um yeah and that's that um well, it seems like if he is not going to be uh, hating us for taking these books, then I will take that book as well and uh, return back to the camp with Brittany. Also, I have mm -hmm. I have one more question. Oh, yes. Do you have um, a book on maybe uh, flying rats? <laughs> yeah. Ooh, good question. Hmm. Or actually, I have. I'm sorry. I have two questions. I need a book on flying rats, and then I need a book on lycanthropy. Ah, same book. Goes oh, fantastic! Over. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but actually, yeah, no. Fly flies over and, and brings you a, a couple of things. Perhaps these can help you out. Brittany like inspects the the binding of the books. I'm like, yeah, this will do. Thank you. Ooh, sorry. One more request from me. Can I just get like a basic history of the um, Church of the Silver Flame? Would you like that written from their perspective or ours? I'll get you both. Thanks. Uh, 
floats over and brings you two books, one of which is very thin and one of which is very thick. <laughs> you can guess which one's written by who. Uh, but yeah, okay. it's you get both. Cool. Uh, I think that's it from me. Okay. Well, I hope you enjoy and don't worry, oh. we'll get the books back. What was your name? Jeffius. Oh. <laughs> It was super awesome to meet you, Jeffius. You are just a wizard when it comes I, to finding these these tomes here. Jeffius, what what where is that from? That is such a fantastic name. Oh yes, you know it's a it's of cloud history, but that's a long time ago. <laughs> Boy, that would be a story to tell you. That would almost take far too long, far more time than you have right now. Oh, well, I I've got <laughs> hundreds of years. See you later. <laughs> Sorry, Price, can you remind me the name of that book one more time, the first one you gave me? Uh, yeah, The Record of Fora, P-H-O-R-A. Okay, thank you. Okay. Brittany carries a whole bunch of books. <laughs> All right, so uh, y'all are doing that. Y'all got your books. You're reading that and engaging with that stuff. Let's jump over to Rager. Rager, you've been a little, you feel a little left out almost. Uh, everybody's off doing their big stuff with uh ash and his bears and and you've got Brittany and christina with their uh the the wings and the varial stuff uh christina's dealing with lycanthropy uh and you've just sort of been kind of putzing about working on your skills yeah you... uh, everybody left me alone i don't know what they all went so i, I figured i'd you know do what I, uh, was familiar Okay. What okay. was familiar? I haven't been doing it for a while, so go out, pick some pockets. A little rusty. Hide under some eaves, do some eaves droppings. Okay, okay. Uh, so uh, so what do you do? Do you, you just kind of like head out into town? You just start picking the first pocket you see? Or like no, what do you go no, looking no, no, for? No, 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 no. I figure, you know, um, I, I want to see if I still got it, you know? So mm. I'm skulking about, you know? I'm mm-hmm. like trying to like... St- like spy on people's conversations, you know. Okay. Like trying to like see if I'm noticed, kind of things, you know. Um, some things that are like uh, pretty low risk to start out to see if I gotcha. still got it, you know. Working my okay. way up to the pickpocketing and whatnot. So you're maybe maybe you're you're hanging out around a whole bunch of chatty people at a bar or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I'm imagining, like you know, I, I I find the the people that are maybe in the dark corner of the bar, and then mm-hmm. you know pull like a uh, Mission Impossible where I'm like. Or, or like an L driver, or not L driver. I'm sorry. Um, 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 a uh, uh, bride from from uh, Kill Bill, you know, where she, yes. she does the thing where she's on the roof, you know. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. You're you're Spider Man. Um, yeah. Okay, so you're and you're just you're just trying to listen in. Right, right. I'm just okay. like more so, like I don't really care about what they're talking about. Yeah, I just want to see if I'm noticed. Yeah, you're, you're practicing. You're like you saw a little mm-hmm. spot up there. Can I? Can I? Can I spider it? Can I make right. it work? Exactly. So yeah, let's uh, let's say you're in a bar. There's a couple of orcs kind of below you chatting about whatever uh, you know they're getting up to this weekend. And uh, yeah, you're trying to spider man above them. You snuck in a little bit earlier before anybody got in the booth, and you're like, I'm gonna get up there. Um, so let's roll, I guess we'll call that a dex or a stealth. Bet, we'll roll a stealth. Call it, well, either of those. Stealth yeah, is great. Yes. Let's call it stealth because you're going to need to do both things. Oh my God. 
Mm. I, I wish I could pick up the camera. Can I? Can I? No, it's, Can you it's do bolted it now? on. What is it? It's a nat 20. All right. Oh, you, you lift it Lift it up. We'll, we'll trust you to not rotate. You know, just, just throw, there you go. Look at that. Boom. Natty 20. Uh, I believe it. Um, <clears throat> okay. So, yeah, you, you get up there and like it's, it's like you never stop doing it. You know, you just, you're like, second was like made for me. So There's actually a part where like, you're so comfortable. You actually doze off for a little bit, <laughs> but you still don't fall down. Like it's like, it's like cat owner. It's like when your cats fall asleep in like one of those positions where you're like, how could they even, but they're like, all their legs are hanging off. They've got like the smallest little bit of their body on there, but somehow they're comfy and sleeping. That was you hanging off the rafters. So yeah, nobody noticed you so much so that like that bar went, you know, uh, uh, many people came throughout that booth without noticing you. Did up I there. hear anything interesting? I wasn't out to hear anything interesting, but did I um, pick up anything interesting? You definitely a couple of things. Uh, you know, just in terms of with your what what your goals were in terms of pickpocketing and whatnot. You certainly heard a couple of people uh, who sounded like they maybe had some uh, some heavy pockets. Oh, yeah. So okay. uh, a couple, couple of orcs who came and, and sat down there at one point. Um, there was definitely one of them who clearly a little bit older and was sort of the one kind of in charge. And through listening here and there, it's clear that, you know, definitely a higher up in some organized crime here in Droham. Oh, okay. You know? So, yeah. So that, that guy, you know, he came and went and, and he's, 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 he's around. If you wanted to pickpocket somebody, he would certainly be a big target. Okay. So there's that was also that, that was... a couple of other people who you heard who might be like easier targets with less of a, uh, less in their pockets, but less of a risk. You okay. Know? Okay. So that was like a, a, a secondary, um, um, gain Side off of this is yeah. I picked up the people who I could potentially yeah. pickpocket. Got it. I mean, you know, you're thinking of testing your skills. You're thinking okay. of messing around. Like, why not? Okay. All right. Um, so if that's something you want to do, we could do that now or I mean, yeah. Okay. Let's say, um, yeah, I, I, I use this as an opportunity to sort of scout out who had heavy pockets mm -hmm. and, uh, wait till they're good and drunk, you know, after they're leaving the bar uh, okay. and then okay. maybe try to sneak through the shadows of the alley and try and do a, a quick pickpocket, maybe slice their, the bottom of their pocket when they're not looking, you know? Okay. All right. So Get the gold. you... You, you, you snuck up there for a long time. You kept your eye on this guy as, as he was in the bar because he was kind of moving around back and forth. And, uh, yeah, you waited until he was leaving. You could tell he was kind of tipsy. It's later in the day for sure. Um, so you saw your moment. So you wait until it's clear down below. People have left. You got a couple of seconds. You could sneak down from the rafters. And then, yeah, you kind of blend through the crowd. So let's have you roll another stealth to cover you going from there and following them out into uh, an alleyway. Okay, that is a 27. Okay, yeah, so you're able to very quickly kind of blend into the crowd and weave your way through. You know, it's all coming back to you. And you've always had this very kind of natural affinity towards blending in, where you just kind of, uh, the people around you, 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 you monitor them well, and you kind of see how they're moving. You just flow into it. So you just kind of become like, faceless in the crowd okay uh and so even if someone were to turn around and look for you they maybe they're suspicious they would never see you so um you follow them out uh into the street um 
It's still kind of crowded, but as you follow him a little bit further along, he does head down an alleyway at one point um, uh, to get across to a different part of the crag. And you um, that's probably your best chance to do your little slice and go. I seize the opportunity. Okay, I I try I try to I try to cut his pocket, take his coin purse without him noticing. Let's go. Is this a stealth roll as well? Uh, isn't there, there's a pickpocket or is there a, um, a sleight, sleight of hand? hand? Sleight, sleight of hand. hand. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, which is the same as my stealth. So Should be it, the same, yeah. it don't matter. Um, 26. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah, you're, you're following this guy around and you were sticking to the shadows the whole time. There was a point where you were just about ready to go for it. And then like two of his kind of, uh, seemingly guards or bodyguards, something along those lines kind of rolled up alongside him. Um, and as they're doing that, they sort of uh, head further down the uh, alleyway and um, just happenstance, a barrel kind of falls and oh. cracks near them. There were some guys doing some work. They just dropped some stuff and, and you know, it caused a little bit of a ruckus and they're startled. They move. And that was the moment you knew, right? You, you were waiting. You saw my that was the moment. And so you pull the classic move of bump. Whoopsie. You know, oh, gosh, you guys stopped. I walked into you because I was behind you and you got that bag, grabbed it. They, of course, were just like, oh, whatever, because they're dealing with this thing that happened. You get away scot free. You got this little uh, coin purse inside. You find uh 40 gold pieces which is a pretty significant little grab and also a couple of gemstones that oh. uh you know look like they could have some some value you've, okay. you've fenced a couple things you know i pocket the gemstones but mm-hmm. on my way back to um our, our lodgings yeah um i want to pass through the part of town where maybe like the 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 beggars are you uh-huh. know? like you okay know? yeah 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 um and yeah you go to like slum town yeah slum town um, so, and then I, 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 I spy like, um, a young kid begging for money, you know? Okay. Down yeah. on his luck, young kid. Yeah. And I drop the 40 gold into their cup before I head home. Okay. Now, is this like, do you just drop the bag or you like pour it all out? Like, is no, this I just drop the bag. You just drop the bag. Just all drop right. the bag and walk so, yeah, away. So, yeah, you, you walk by and yeah, this, this kid that you see, um, it's, you know, a, a, a little, uh, uh, half orc kid. Um, oh. definitely struggling. He's younger. He's skinny. What's the uh, other half? Sallow. Uh, <laughs> uh, half, uh, uh, what do they even call themselves? What is the term for half elf, half humans in, in, uh, in Eberron? Is, does it have a, a special term? It has a specific name. Anyway, it, it, cause, cause they're the most common. Like it's not the a more common. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, basically half elf, half human, half work. It's quarter elf. Anyway, um, point being, you see this little guy. Clearly, he's needing some help, and yeah, you you drop that bag there because you're 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 feeling generous, Corvar. and uh, you head on back. Coravar, thank you, because I was like, Coravar is the place. Coravar are the people. There we go. Thank you. Um, and yeah, you do that, and you you, you head back up. You got the gems, okay. but you left the money. Cool. And I still got it. That's yeah. that's what I wanted to find out. Still got right. it. Still right. got it. Rager's the king. Okay, so uh, covered you, covered y'all. Jazzy, is there anything else pertaining to um, your your kind of researching into this that you want to get into before kind of everybody gets back together? 
Um, I think I want to eventually talk to Ravo. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, let's yeah, let's say after. Um, yeah. Uh, Atlas talked to Ravo after Brittany and Atlas went off to the archive. You caught Ravo at some point there, pulled him aside. Mm. Um, yeah. What do you want to ask? Hey, Ravo, thank you for this book, and mm, thank yes. you for you know helping me. It's a tough burden. Yes. Um, I. As much as it's this book has answers, is there anything else I should prepare myself for? Will I lose myself? The transformation itself is... It's going to be rough. I, I can't lie. Uh, I've never known anyone to be able to control themselves on the first night, and many can never control themselves. It's pretty terrifying. Like, the more time you spend in the form, the more you'll be able to understand how to bring it in and rein it in, but I, I fear for the first transformation. Um, so... Would I commonly know when this moon would arrive, or am, is it just still for me? Like you, uh, you like, at this point with with what you've researched, with what mm -hmm. you figured out, you know that this moon will rise soon, and okay. it's I mean it's within the next couple of days. Robert, do you think it's wise for me to leave for a bit? It may be the best choice, or to shackle yourself, or. I'm not sure. Shackles of silver will hold you in place at least, but that's not something that I would... Well, I haven't liked it when it's been done to me, so I would never suggest for you to be done to you. Do you know of a safe place I could go to? We could take you far away from here to the village where everyone is a shifter or a lycanthrope. You're less likely to harm anyone there, or at least you'll have someone who can stop you there. How many days' journey is that? That's a few weeks. You'd probably be transformed before then. Would you, help me, would you help me find a safe place somewhere here, even if it's outside of town? We could take you as far away from here as possible, if you like. I think that would be best. I, I want to help everybody get to this celestial door, but I think I need to deal with this first. I don't want to put anyone into danger, especially Brittany. I don't want to... She's already dealt with one curse. I don't think I could, she could handle another. Yes, I understand. That's... It's very thoughtful of you. Hey. But what if... Because they're... They're wanting to leave soon. Are you saying that you want to stay here when everyone leaves? I don't want to put anyone in danger. We're already going to be fighting who knows how many enemies. I don't want to be another one. This is true. Well, I will help you in whatever way I can. I will say I think that you would be an asset and helpful, but you also will be a danger. So if that's what you would like to do, then that is what we can do. Thank you. All right. Well, then we'll we'll have to leave at midnight. Don't tell Brittany. She won't understand. I figured that that's what you would ask. All right. I'll keep it secret. Thank you. Meet me here at midnight and we'll leave. Okay. All right. So, uh, as you know, y'all have that conversation. Bravo mm -hmm. heads over to go do some other stuff. The rest of y'all kind of come back together. Um, and 
as you kind of meet up with one another, you see uh, your ship arriving into harbor. Uh, the the airship that you left so long ago has uh, with uh, uh, you could see on the uh, uh, the the deck. I was like, what is the word for the top of a ship? Uh, <laughs> the top part? You know, the, the, the part you stand out, on? On the outside with the on sunlight, the not the inside. The, the roof outside. of the ship. Um, <laughs> with the standy part, the stand of roof. On the ceiling, but the top of the seat. What's on the top of the ceiling? The floor? That one. Uh, so you see uh, Marakai and you see, um, you see uh, uh, Ransper and assumedly Dragus uh, flying mm-hmm. the thing, um, kind of coming into port uh, at the top. And I think, because I'm looking at the time, it looks like that's been about an hour. Um, we should maybe take our first break there? Sure. Ransper! Ransper! Everybody's arriving! Yay! Hey, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Hero Squad podcast. Sorry for the super long hiatus in between episodes recently. As always, if you've ever played D&D yourself, you know that trying to coordinate five people together and get everyone's calendars synced up can be a struggle. Life happens, and that's what's happened this time around. But we're back. We've done this session. We've got another session of episodes that we're doing back-to-back as well. So hopefully no more lingering delays in between episodes. For those unaware, we live stream these Hero Squad sessions every other week. So if you'd like to tune into one of those, the next Hero Squad live stream will be on Friday, May 7th at 6 p.m. Pacific time over at twitch.tv slash stumpedgamers. I'd like to give a big thank you to our patrons that help support Hero Squad and our patron producers, Edmund Michael Cara and Peppermint Takeo. Supporting us on Patreon helps support this D&D content, as well as other unique gaming content that we provide to our patrons a week early. So if you're interested in that and helping support Hero Squad, check it out over at patreon.com stumped. Lastly, I just want to give a big thank you to everyone out there still listening to this podcast. I know the big long breaks in between can be super lame and it's, you know, probably just a terrible way for us to retain an audience. But to those of you that have stuck around, a big, huge thank you. And I hope you guys enjoy the future content as well. With that, tune in next week to find out what happens on Hero Squad.